something a little close to my heart, the first property I ever bought, how I bought it, and how and why I kept it. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Berger, Mark Novak, episode 416. All about Mark, this one. Buying his first property, why he kept it, the conditions then, how the last 20 years has gone, and what we think for the next 20 years. It's a love story. It's a love story. And and I always, it's something that I've shared with hundreds and maybe thousands of people over the years how I did it to relate to how they can do it and uh, being a real estate agent talking to first-home buyers all the time this is great to document I, I wouldn't mind good morning Philip I wouldn't mind if you just start on how media was then similar or not similar with always talks of booms always talks of busts like we last on our and the reason I say that just to put in maybe so people can relate because I know on Friday when we or Saturday when we last did the show we brought up April 12 months ago April market down 30% April now market up 30% basically has it always been a head F <laughs> or was it just well, roads was- giants back then this property purchase was 24 years ago yeah i was 19 and the word back then was recession so um in 93 from 94 um we went into a recession the australian economy and the australian economy it was low it was shit so yeah you you, and, and michael it always has been there's always been great excuses not to buy um, there's been a lot more excuses not to buy rather than to buy. Let me put it that way. Yeah, because I remember um, the reason I, I just want to people, so because people can bring up a million excuses why the relation of buying back then is not similar now, but I think there's just as many similarities and parallels between media um, comparison between, like, and then also the cost of buying. We just did a quick, well, I'll let you get into it before we get to that conclusion. What do you mean? The parallels, the, of, the what we did with the, what the repayments then compared to now. But I think we can talk yeah, about well, that through the story first. Yeah, so the property um, property I bought was in Curl Curl, which is near Manly, um, two, two beaches up, um, 19 years of age, young real estate agent, um and at that time um it was really really hard to get a deposit there was no um there was no stamp duty uh incentives but from government there was no first home buyer incentives um and look i think when you always talk about stuff to younger people you you always paint paint the really hard and the really sad story because you try to illustrate that it's easier now and you should do it now do you know what i mean so it's almost like you know you can do it you can do it but you know, it was 
it certainly was the hardest thing and, I, and I've always said to people the first property you purchase is the hardest you have more to lose your body's on the line but something that we brought up earlier Michael was interest rates were sitting at about seven and a half to eight and a half even more like eight and a half percent at that time the property the property was for sale through our office uh, I used to be at a company called Harbord Real Estate the professionals we had it for sale and it was for sale I bought it for two hundred and seventy seven thousand uh, dollars back then views out to the ocean it was an amazing property always wanted to live there and it was rented for 315 a week and they the tenant that was in there paid a little bit more for the property because they had a dog um so they paid an extra sort of 15 bucks to have a dog in a unit and you could in this particular building so um yeah, that's it there the memories yep. but i was always like one day i'm gonna live there one day i'm gonna live there yeah, be the Bachelor 19, seeing water views. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do it up. I'll do a kitchen, bathroom and do it up. And yes, that was it. Good 1970s block. But yep. um, one thing I wanted to bring light, like let's just run some figures. You buy a property at 277. Um, you're paying 8%, let's say the loan, let's say you do it at a 20% deposit. It's it's still going to cost you twenty odd thousand dollars a year, with an income of fifteen grand a year. And then I was like, Mark, like a studio now with interest rates at two percent is going to because we did one the other day on first homeowners, and we're like, your payments would be twenty grand a year with an income of twenty grand a year plus all these incentives. So it's sort of the dawn dropped. Like, yeah, purchase price is higher. Like entry, entry like entry level now is double triple that obviously not for a like like that's more but i'm just talking entry level is what it costing you is the same but what you're getting back is a lot better so you could argue it's better conditions now to buy than back then i uh, look i think it's yeah, look, if i had to say is it easy to buy now than back then i'd probably say yes um but even if you said um even if you said it was like for like, I, I, I think that the, the magic is actually is probably more in your head and, and getting, getting, getting it done and accomplished and behind you in your head. That's the part that just really cooks you. Um, morning, Goey, how are you? Um, that was the hardest bit with buying that property. Now, the second hardest bit was actually holding the property. Mm. Um, and we ran some maths this morning going through typically units sell fast more frequently than houses and we were using the example this morning unit of because yeah. I, I yeah i've owned that unit for 23 years um it was what if i chose to trade in and out of a unit worth that amount of value um with the trend because the trend is that people dispose of properties like this after five or seven years and uh, what did we find michael yeah, so Unit 5 is a good comparable because it was bought, like sold in 1993 and again in 1998, similar when you bought it, then 2008, 2012, 2016. So if you add up, say, 6% for cost for all these transactions, agent fees, stamp duty, it's actually it's pretty easy to work out because all those fees have been the same since, I think, the 80s, really. Um, you're, you're looking at about 130K in cost and if you look at so let's say the person who bought it in 1990 let's use him or her 
they've purchased a property for 1990 and do doing five sales which isn't uncommon there's 130k they've lost in costs they basically could have bought two properties the whole purchase or even more because that was 50 percent. that represented 50 percent of the initial purchase um these transactional costs so my point is guys that um it, it's it, it's been a real slow burn um buying this property owning this property um there was t there was a lot of times where <clears throat> i actually on this particular this place here i had my balcony half part of my balcony fall off so because the building was so close to close say so you're meant to go michael what yeah oh no most people so, rushed. oh my god shit. um so what it got because it was so close to the ocean um the the rust got into the balconies and actually it's called concrete oh. cancer the building got concrete cancer oh, and um everyone tells them it was all yeah and you know everyone had to put in 20 30 grand into the building um but most most people in the building just just hunger down and, and move forward but there's been through through my life there's been you know um a lot of you know kids and business and stuff like that happening with the building there's been some really uh, buying a house you know there's been really good excuses to dispose of the property along the way yeah. some really good ones um very compelling over over i know 23 years maybe doesn't like 23 years was was a really long time and, and when you look at the shit that happens in 23 years it's it, it is a it's it's a shitload of time well, and there's so many opportunities a few extra years than me what can happen a full-grown human <laughs> i finally <laughs> just turned 29 so it's a long my whole life can happen it's a pretty long time yeah i, I bought it when you're six yeah um, but you know didn't sell it and and part of the magic in property is is there is that is the time in the property it's it's not how whether I bought that property at 277 250 or 300 it you know it didn't really matter but what really matters is the time owning the property that's where the magic's sure. been so the magic wasn't getting in at the age of 19 or 22 or 24 even that was irrelevant how young I was buying the property or what I bought the property for. The real relevance came in to how long the property was being owned for, and that's what I encourage investors to do. It's where the, it's a slow burn. And Michael, it, it restricted me to do other stuff. So, because I could because I, I couldn't, I had to sell it to do that, or I had to sell it to do this, you know, like, but instead I was like, nah, nah, well, I've just got to go a bit slower now. I've just got to wait. And I waited to do stuff, but it really paid dividends hard, hard. And that's sort of the point. It's not time in the market. It's not timing the market. It's time in the market. A lot of buyers miss out on properties for five grand here, five grand there. And I don't know the way I look at that's it. It's not even you, it's not even your money as well. You're, you're basically getting you're basically getting 90% lend. So the difference in repayments is minimal but the growth in there. Like I see people, you see them miss it at, stay looking to buy something for six, 12 months and they keep missing out for five grand. It's just, just get something, especially if you're gonna move into it, but as an investment.
just let it ride. Anything else you want to add on to that? Man, that's it. It's a, look. It's um, something pretty close to my heart. It's uh, Beach Street Curl Curl, two bedroom when I was nineteen years of age. If you just tuned in, uh, still own it. Um, how I did it. Actually, you know what was interesting, Mike? We're getting the deposit together. Mm. Credit credit cards. Yeah. Credit cards. <laughs> they weren't as um. <laughs> They weren't as uh, strict then. Like, well, banks didn't talk to each other. Banks didn't then. talk to each other. So you, you can't do that these days. But, um, you Being know, ambitious, it's really knowing your my... coming in, just make it work. Well, at that time, I wasn't really earning um, um, much commission, um, 19 years of age, you know. So um, I, you know, with the magic, you know, can I be even more um, brutal about this? Um, I think that the money I made out of the property was smaller than the money I, I made out of my mind, my mind space. Mm. And what I mean by that is how that drove me at the age of 19 um, to buy that property, how that drove me at work and in business was much more powerful than how much the property value drove. Um, you know, because think about it, I was 19 years of age and you can you can all position, you may be 19 if you're watching, you, you may be, <coughs> you may position yourself as a 19-year-old, you know. I'm 19, I've gone and put the money on a credit card for the deposit, I've gone and um, uh, got the stamp duty ready to go because there was no first home buyer incentive for stamp duty. You had to pay your own stamp duty. And I've gone out and bought a bit of an expensive property. What that did to my mind and the pressure that that put put me under just made me work like a crazy man. And, yeah. and thank God that I did. And I, and I understand people, you know, that some people don't have the capacity, don't want that capacity. But for me personally, it actually worked to put myself under the pump while all my friends were going to nightclubs uh, and staying up till six o'clock um, and doing that seven days a week. I was doing it five days a week and staying up till three. No, I, I just, it allowed it allowed me just to channel myself. So I still had holidays, still had, yeah. you know, uh, the, you know, nightclubs and stuff like that when I was 19, but it really just focused me so, so hard. I reckon out of today, guys, that's the biggest lesson if you're young about buying a property. It just te taught me good habits and, yeah. it, and it gave me a, a really good focus. And moderation, like we all know, mates, who when they, you've all, everyone's got the friends who would go out and spend $1,000 and then you got a mate who'll go out and spend $200 and then you've got the tight ass who'll spend 50 or nothing. But you gotta you having that commitment of buying something will just put you in the moderation where you can still go out, have fun, but be be smart. Don't go over the top knowing you've got bills to pay the next month really. It can just hit you straight yeah. where you're not as frivolous. And I think that's where that really helped you. Yeah, it's like having a child, you know, you just, yeah, I think you just man up a little bit, you know, with, with a mortgage as a first home buyer. So it's uh, it's healthy debt, yeah? Yeah. And what Nagai always says, don't you need to live in it? Back then, they didn't have any stamp duty concession. So it was, you didn't, it didn't matter. 
There was no stamp duty. No, that's right. So you didn't have to qualify no, for anything. Um, and I always, I always thought to myself that I should live in it for capital gains tax in case I dispose of the property. But yeah, most most of me said you're never going to sell this. And part of me was like, you better live in it so you don't have to pay any capital gains tax. But it ended up being one of those things where I, you know, met Lee, met my wife, and have kids and that or, or it was like you know what i'm never really going to live in this place anyway just leave it as an investment it's interesting yeah and, you, and you're never going to sell it so just leave it, it doesn't just, just use the equity just yeah just it only really meant that i by selling it i got to release that 20 percent out of it in mm. addition to the 80 percent. so i've always hocked the unit i've always used i've always used it for um to to, to buy other investment um, investments, but I've just I've, I've hocked the eighty percent out of it, and by 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 banking uh, standards, I've left the twenty percent in there. So, you know, I, I got to a stage where I realised, well, you know, I I just got to work with that eighty percent all the time, and just always leave that twenty percent in there, and you sort of become a bit programmed towards that. Yeah, we maybe do another show on that, just so people can understand the leveraging. Because in a good market like now, everyone who's got a couple of properties should be getting new valuations, even if you're not thinking about doing anything. Yeah, and it just bunny hops you into the next one, into the next one, into the next one. Correct. All right, that's a wrap. Thank you. Anything else you want to add on that? Just a little bit over. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Good Hope you rested well up this awesome Easter. Yes. Cheers. Thanks, Mr. Bye. Budger. See you, bye.